ladies and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. Win. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert and Jamie Eisner here with you. Jamie talking about something about octaves earlier or something. Yeah, you said my octaves were out of oh, line. Oh, my goodness. I just, I want... Now you're too loud. Now i got to turn you down. That's just why I know. What, what, what do you have a problem with my octaves with? I'm trying to edit a sentence. So a little behind the scenes, I kind of edit the show while we do it. I'm kind of monitoring audio and touching buttons and stuff like watch. For example, I've just muted Jamie. So now it's just the Chris Schubert show. And uh, and now you can't hear him in the background. Now I turn the mic on. He's there. He can talk. So, you know, that's kind of what I'm doing here during the show is I'm monitoring things. I'm making sure it doesn't sound too loud for you guys. I'm just trying to do a mic test. And Jamie's just got to be, you know, it's being annoying about it. Sorry, I had to cut a promo there on you real quick. To, to Am I allowed to talk again, sure, Chris? Yeah, you're, okay. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, well, there you go. There's your mic. There goes your mic again. Oh, sorry. There you go. There. Now you're back. Uh, before we get into Monday Night Raw, here, I hate you. I do want to talk about a little bit of the breaking news that kind of happened this morning, and I think this is some awesome news. WWE is. Is it, is it wonderful news? Okay, I want to get into this because I, I actually don't think that's what they're going to use him for, despite that being what they should use him for. WWE hired Jeremy Borash. They did, JB. PW Insider broke that story that they were hiring Jeremy Borash. He was apparently behind the scenes, uh, or you know, backstage all weekend long. Actually, sat in on the NXT production meeting uh, this weekend, and that got me thinking. I, what a great place for him to go down and help create stuff down there in NXT. Triple H probably loved what he did in in, in TNA, and would love to have him a part of the, the group down there. I think this is a great move. You, you get him down there in NXT, he can work with all the young talent and and be at those TV tapings. And you know what? I got. I'll, I'll tell you one person that's going to be campaigning for him on the main roster, and it's going to be Matt Hardy. Yeah, and you know what? It's one of the scenarios in which he could do whatever he wants in NXT, and if and when they need to start doing stuff on the Hardy compound, they can knock on Jeremy Borash's door and say, hey, uh, we need your help with this. Yeah, interesting. Borash always seemed to me one of those guys that was going to be a TNA lifer, uh, you know, was going to kind of, you know, die uh, with impact, you know, and, and I don't mean actually. Jeez, that, I, I mean, that got morbid. I mean, his career was going, his wrestling career. He he was never going to leave Impact as long as Impact was a thing. Um, but you know what? The the timing must have been right. I'm sure WWE wanted Jeremy Borash, and and they probably you know sweetened the pot a little bit because I can pretty much almost predict that they would be able to pay more than Impact. It's just a guess though, just a hunch. I think this is a great move for WWE. I think they're going to be you're going to be able to see the, the the rewards from this right away. Uh, and that is a good one. A little bit of another interesting note here, Jamie. Ronda Rousey's uh, debut video on YouTube, on the WWE YouTube page, has 2.2 million views on YouTube. That's a good number, right? Uh, uh, sounds like it. Rey Mysterio's return has almost triple that number. If you want to put it in the context, oh. how people, uh, how excited people were to see Rey Mysterio oh, okay. be back. So, hmm. kind of hoping he, he sticks around. I really am. Not on 205 Live. I know that's a pipe Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, mean, I hope he's on SmackDown. The, the reports from the Dirt Sheets basically said that while this was supposed to be a one-off, his react, the reaction to his return did garner their attention, did raise some eyebrows. I would so we'll love see. it. Him on SmackDown just seems like a match made in heaven. They need some big star appeal, and he would be great on there. Could you imagine him carrying the U.S. title for a little while? Oh, yeah. No, it would be excellent. So I, I, that would be a wonderful idea. Uh, apparently... We talked about this, Mojo Rally being a part of the, the U.S. Open Challenge, and we talked about how it was actually supposed to be Dolph Ziggler. Another version of the Royal Rumble show had Adam Cole making his debut in, its, in that spot. In the pre-show? But... Well, maybe it wasn't supposed to be on the pre-show at that point. It was, no, it was supposed to be on the pre-show. They, they, they talked about putting Adam Cole there, but ultimately decided that whoever they were going to put in that spot was going to lose in about eight minutes to Rude, and they didn't want to use Cole there. So they actually wised Smart. up and went, oh, this guy's really good. Let's not debut him and have him lose. We'll then put him in the Rumble, and they ultimately put him in yeah, the Rumble. Yeah, and if you're going to debut him and have him lose, he has to lose that Sami Zayn, John Cena, U.S. Open Challenge where, Yeah, match. where he takes John to the limit, and you're never going to do that on the pre-show. No. So, you're going to have the time, quite frankly. I'm glad that they made the decision they made and put Mojo in that spot. Uh, Jamie, let's talk about a uh, just a, you know, a, a meh 
edition of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I was very. It wasn't a bad show, but I was just very. It wasn't a good show. It was a it show. It was the show. No, it was a show. Uh, new graphics for Monday Night Raw. New yeah, music. graphics were fine. I like them. I like the match graphics. I like the, the the graphics when people come out to the ring. I like the graphics on the ring. I like the music. I like everything about it. Yeah, all the production stuff was good. They didn't I, need I, a refresh, but I'm I'm very open no, to I'm it. No, I'm glad they did. And though. I'm hoping that maybe that carries over into tonight for SmackDown Live. We get a new SmackDown Live logo and maybe some new music there. Just we'll see. Just, uh, Jonathan Coachman on commentary uh, for all of the uh, the nerves that I had going into it about how good or bad he was going to be. I thought he did a fine job. Yeah, he was. He gave it a very sports feel with some he of did. his comments. He did. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he progresses as an announcer again full time. You could tell it was his first night back because he was he was missing some cues. Um, he got a little bit. I just I can remember just thinking in my head how much that Vince must be yelling at him the the no pronouns. He used a lot of he's and he, she, they, and Vince hates that because he mm-hmm. wants you to name the actual superstars. Uh, so there were little things like that. I thought it was a, the show was a little bit too much about Coachman talking about it being his first night back. Like on the eighth or ninth mention, it was like, all right, I get it. So, uh, it, But I, I would say I it was a lot less distracting than anything Booker T has done in the last however many months Booker T was on commentary. And I will also add to, to this um, – I thought that it was weird, and, and this, I think, is a product of Coachman, you know, just being back and it being his first time and him kind of getting into the flow of things. Corey Graves is the heel announcer on that show. Yes. So Corey Graves is supposed to take the heel perspective, and Coach is supposed to be the babyface color commentator, and then Cole calls it right down the middle. He's the play-by-play guy. With Coachman's first night, he sometimes got himself tripped up and started defending the heel. So, so Corey Graves had to step in and defend the babyface because Vince needed somebody to carry it, and he trusts Graves to get it there. Yeah. So they kind of roll reversed at times, and, and lines that you would expect Coach to say Corey was saying because Vince trusts Corey to get those lines yeah, out. Yeah, that's a good point because, I mean, we've seen Corey bounce back and forth in the show as but they, needed. But they want him to be the heel. But, Co- yeah, Coach kind of, I, I couldn't tell if Coach was a babyface or a heel announcer. Specifically when it. The Miz was out there, he was saying some lines that I'm like, those are definitely... Graves lines and then Graves well, I mean, kind of cover Michael, up. Michael Cole basically said, I'm sitting out here with two Miz fanboys, which is hilarious considering what was Michael Cole's biggest on-air storyline ever. He was a Miz fanboy. Yeah. So I, I I think they're just kind of working that out. It, it didn't distract me, but I did notice that you you have to feel as though Vince probably, if there's a line that he needed delivered on that show, right? Because there are bullet points they got to get in in every match. He's going to give those lines to Corey. Yeah, I, mean, we, I don't know if anybody saw, but there was, now this was for like a transcription for a backstage thing, but there was a rundown sheet that made its way on to Reddit yesterday. For the, the mixed match challenge. Those announcer sheets look very similar, that they are much more in-depth and there are more bullet points to them because they're talking about each show segment and all the stuff they have to shill. But there are, you can kind of see the format of the things that there's, these announcers are supposed to hit on. Mm-hmm. But here, here's the example that I want, I want to give. If there's a long, if Vince needs somebody on that commentary table to put over this person, and he doesn't want Cole to do it because Cole's supposed to call it down the middle... Who's he going to give it to? The guy he trusts in Corey Graves rather than the new guy, Coachman. He'll get there with Coach because Coach will you know, learn over time and get back into the flow of things. But last night, you just felt as though when they needed a line to get in there, no matter babyface or heel, Corey was the one delivering it because they needed to make sure they got the point across. And I thought it was very telling on Sunday. There was one announcer that called every single second of that show. Corey Graves. It was Corey Graves. They, they love him, and, and, and deservedly so. The, the guy is incredible. He's amazing. Um, but I, I, I was not distracted by Coach. I actually thought he added a very sports feel to it with some of his comments, and I thought it worked. Yes. But that's just me. I thought it worked. I would like – yeah, I, I think getting babyface coach, for the most part babyface coach, will be better for him uh, because he his heel run was, I think, what annoyed a lot of people. See, to me, the, the best thing about Coach is if you can go back – and, and we'll talk about what happened on this show tonight. If you can go back to the commentary table being at the top of the ring, if Braun Strowman's, you know, not, or the top of the ramp, if Braun Strowman's not busy knocking it over, you can have Coach during a match go down to the ringside and conduct an interview because he has that experience from SportsCenter, from ESPN. That's an added element, you know, that they can they can add to it to give it more of a sports feel. Yeah, I, I would imagine that when they do a lot of those, I mean, they get, they've, they've pretty much locked uh, the revival at the hip of Charlie Caruso for those interview segments, but I would not be surprised to see... Uh, coach in that scenario a lot more than them bringing Michael Cole up or bringing Corey Graves up. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, again, they gave Graves the Braun Strowman interview. But, again, some of that might just be 
it's coach's first night. Right, back. it's trust factor. It's I got to give this to Grace because he's going to make sure that the question is asked in the right way and Braun gives the right answer. I also wonder if coach is going to get a show on the network soon. He could. I mean, that's certainly. I mean, they they haven't been you know all that open to the idea of adding new shows to the network. In fact, they've been doing the opposite. But you bring in coach already paying him to do commentary. I wonder if you can film some stuff while you're there anyway. Yeah, I wonder again between whether he, maybe he and Kathy Kelly do some sort of uh, whether they rebrand their highlight show or try to basically try to do a uh, WWE Sports Center for their own. That would um, work. Which could work with interview segments. Yes. Um, if they're just going to do highlights, just you can leave it your top ten with Kathy Kelly. You don't you don't need a, an extra person in there. But um, there's some possibilities, all right, especially toward WrestleMania season when they want to do a lot of these like offshoot shows. And they know they have a relationship with ESPN anyway. So mm -hmm. uh, so let's get into the show. Uh, Stephanie comes out to open the show. Talks about you know how. Uh, you had the Royal Rumble, and you had returning legends, and Sasha's great performance, and ultimately Asuka winning, and Ronda Rousey appearing. She says, tonight is about Asuka. By the way, Mr. Oh, I, it's a guarantee you, it's a given that Ronda Rousey's going to be on this show. How foolish do you look now? When I said, is she going to be on the show, you think they would promote that? Full-time? Yeah, okay. She's not full-time, not even on the next night show. I believe your words also were, she's full-time, so I'd expect she would be there. Yeah, and now she's not. So I this full time moniker, I want to, I want gone immediately. So when I realized when late when they're talking about like Ronda Rousey up next, and the, the way they did it, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a video package. This isn't gonna actually be Ronda Rousey. No, she's back in probably Columbia filming the movie. Uh, it was. I mean, I, I I don't think they did a great job of capitalizing off of their momentum. Nope. From last night, I don't. Th I don't think they killed it, but they didn't. They didn't do a good job. So Stephanie comes out and she introduces Oscar and says, Oscar, I this is where I would normally ask you who you would want to pick, and then I was like, well, wait a minute, we've never done this. I have never, please correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, no, they don't never has the, the authority figure in the middle of the ring invited the Rumble winner out and says, who are you picking? They did it with Nakamura at the Rumble, and it was weird. Yes, it It was. worked because he picked Styles and the place went nuts, but it was weird. We don't do that. No. So this, I normally ask you, how many times are they're just going to keep copying New Japan's gimmicks, basically. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's I, not quite New Japan's gimmicks, but it's like six degrees of separation from a New Japan gimmick. So she says, Oscar, you may want to wait until after the Elimination Chamber because Alexa Bliss is going to defend her title in the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber, which should have gotten a bigger reaction, but it didn't. And it goes care. to a point that I have made for months that you can't just be like, oh, we're doing the first of this and then just completely book no. it back. Here's the thing. The only thing that was like the first ever that was going to get a pop was the Rumble because everybody loves the Rumble match. It is a special match type. It really is. In this case, one, I don't think anybody associates the elim – the Elimination Chamber doesn't have the same clout behind it as Hell in a Cell or Royal Rumble or even really like a Money in the Bank match. It just doesn't. It, it, it doesn't compare to those other three that I just named. And the, and the level of excitement, it's just, it, it's, because, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some crazy spots that you see in the match, but it's really nothing, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, I don't dislike it, but it doesn't do much for me. I don't think it did much for the Philly crowd either, uh, and again, there's no storyline to it. This is what you talked about on this show a couple weeks back. We Stephanie were talking McMahon about is this you on said Friday. Almost we, word for word, Stephanie McMahon is going to come, well, no, you said this part before that. No, but on Friday, we talked about this specific scenario in the car. We were driving, we yes. were going out, and we were talking about this exact scenario. Stephanie McMahon is just going to walk out, and she's going to announce that here's the first ever elimination, women's elimination chamber, and there's going to be no story behind it. Where... They could have had Alexa Bliss come out to open the show and talk about how I'm ready to face any challenger, you know, including Asuka at WrestleMania. And then you have Sasha Banks come out. You have Bailey come out. You have whoever you want, Nia Jax, come out. You have all these people come out. And then you go – then you have Stephanie come out and say, you know what, Alexa, you said you're willing to take on all challengers. We don't have to wait till WrestleMania. We got a pay-per-view in four weeks, and all six of the women in that ring, you're going to be inside the first women's elimination chamber to determine the champion. Now, the storyline brought you to the match, not the other way around, that the match brought you to the storyline. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. And last night, they made the, the critical failure that they made with the first Money in the Bank women's ladder match. Again, they're going to run out of first at some point. Well, they're almost then, out. And then they're going to have to... What's left? What's left? There's one thing left to me. There's one thing left. W one gimmick match? There is one first that they have left in Main the tank. Main eventing WrestleMania. That is the only thing they which have left happening. in the tank. Um, which is not happening until at least the next WrestleMania. Because I think I think it's Rousey Charlotte. Yes, which is a match big enough to be to at least warrant that consideration. I I think 
depending on how it's built. If Ronda was more wrestling ready, and I don't know how wrestling ready she is, so maybe this is a you know mischaracterization on my part, but if she was 100%, she can go right now, I think they would consider it. Consider it. No, not, not do it. Uh, consider it. Nah, not, not with Lesnar Reigns. But now next year, when you have a year of Ronda wrestling and working, I think it's a different ballgame. The question then becomes is how much do you bank on her star power increasing in the next year? And particularly for your wrestling fans, her star, star power mainstream isn't going to increase. I hate to break it to everybody. It ain't happening. So when, again, and that's the point I made on the show before, which was not that I, dis, not that I wasn't looking forward to seeing Ronda Rousey. Not that I don't think she's going to help, but that I don't think she's this massive draw that everybody else seems to believe she's going to be. Myself that, included. That point, we won't know for months. No. Until this initial phase. Once we get through Mania and get this, a little bit post-Mania, we'll be able to look back at some actual hard numbers and give us kind of a determination of how much of a draw yeah, she is. we can look at TV is. numbers, see when she's on the shows, if the ratings pop. And Absolutely. We'll and, and, and we'll learn that in a few months. But the question is, is can she get more over with wrestling fans in the next year? Or is this going to be, this run here, these next few months, going to be the, the height of her popularity? So then we get, oh, Sasha comes out, cuts a promo, and I, Corey Graves calling Sasha the attention stealer is everything I need from Corey Graves' is the heel announcer. Yeah, Co- yeah, Corey Graves turning on Sasha is, is, very, is, is very good. It's very good. Uh, and then they make the match official, Asuka against Sasha Banks. I'm not a fan of just giving away matches on television, but that's my wrestling philosophy, and I differ from a lot of people on that. So we get that for later on. Uh, we get Braun Strowman against Kane in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match, which also happens to be a last-man-standing match. And Braun Strowman, I don't think I've ever seen this happen before, he won without getting the 10 count. He won a last-man-standing yeah. match without getting a 10 count. That is incredible. He's awesome. I need Braun Strowman every week to just absolutely destroy stuff. That's what his gimmick is. He is the 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 superhero in the movie that, de- that or the supervillain in the movie super that destroys villain. stuff. Yeah, what he just two, destroys stuff. One of two things is happening here. One is this is the end of Kane for a while, and I think that's part and of it. Yes, this is he's going to be off TV. Yes, or part two, Kane is coming up through the ring at at the elimination chamber, and it's 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 one of the two, and I, see, I don't know which it's going to be. I see, I don't think Strowman's in the chamber match. I think he just qualified. And I think Angle takes him out. I think Strowman goes on a, on a war path because as yeah. you, as we saw, Angle said, Braun, I've taught we've talked about this. You need to stop doing this. And Braun was like, You're right, I could have done more. And I think Strowman is gonna push Angle to that brink again, and just like he did for the triple threat match, he's gonna take Strowman out of the match, and Strowman's just gonna go on a rampage. And there's only gonna be one person that's gonna be able to stop him. It's gonna be Triple H. Boom. Away we go to me. I could I could see that. That would be a smart way for them to do that. Because if you put Strowman in the chamber, getting him out of the chamber, he has to get pinned. And I don't want Strowman to be pinned. Because even if Kane comes up through the ring, he's got to get pinned. Well, I, that or like Triple H comes down and interferes in the match. I, but I'd much rather... Him... By the way, Strowman's been pinned on TV before, so this is not like... It's, no, he's not Asuka. No I, no, I get that. But I want Strowman to look as strong as possible going into whatever he's doing at Mania. And if he's going to be in Having the... Triple H interfere, then getting pinned, and then going on Raw the next night and destroying everything that moves and doesn't move, is he'll be fine. But I would much rather not put him in the chamber at all and have Angle take him out and then him destroy stuff and Triple H come in to be like, you know what, dude? Fine, you want to destroy stuff? You and me at Mania. And you set it up beforehand. It's not, it's not the end of the world. That's a long build, though. I'm, I'm trying here. All right. Then we get Elias against Matt Hardy in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. And it was so funny. Kurt Angle announced the three Elimination Chamber qualifying matches in a YouTube video. And I slacked it, which is our messaging service here in the office, to Jamie. And I said, what should happen? Finn, Hardy, and Strowman win. And then I said, what will happen? Cena, Elias, and Strowman will win. And to a T, that's exactly what occurred Absolutely. on that show last night. Elias picks up the win after a Bray Wyatt distraction. He's going to the chamber. By the way, remember when I said that this chamber was going to be disappointing because they didn't have enough people? Elias is in the chamber match. Elias is more over than three-quarters of the roster right now. I understand right that Elias is not a main eventer. Uh, I disagree. Right now, he deserves to be in the periphery of the main event picture. I disagree with you completely. Okay. Elias will never main event a pay-per-view. It's never that's also, happen. I disagree with that. Okay. That, if Elias main events a pay-per-view, I'll skip that one. I, I, I love Elias. I enjoy watching him on the show. Elias should be nowhere near the universal title picture. That is that is not way, way, way above the ceiling for him. 
way above him. You and I will disagree on that. He's good. Don't get me wrong. I, I love everything about him. You can't name him. 10 guys more over on the Raw roster than him. And I'm just, just that's all doing. That's the only 10 guys more him. over on the Raw roster? Yes, I can. No, you can't. Strowman. Okay. Cena. Okay. Roman. Okay. Finn. Okay. Brock. Always. So that's one of my five. five. I, I got SmackDown names in my head. Like Nakamura was the name that I came up with, but he's Nakamura not Nakamura is, is more over than him. Yeah. Right, but he's on SmackDown. That's why that doesn't count. Um, Hardy's probably not. I mean, Miz. Miz, that's Miz six. would be Rollins. That's Rollins. I didn't even mention Rollins. Seven. Ambrose when he's healthy. That's eight. Fine. And that's about it. That's, that's eight guys, though. You, I, you asked for ten. I got, I got pretty darn close. Eight. That's right. So he's one of the ten, top ten guys on Raw. Doesn't deserve Asuka? to be anywhere in the main event. Oscar's more over Oscar's than Elias. Oscar's not going to be the. Not, Oscar's not challenging for the universal title anytime. No, but uh, but Oscar's more over than Elias, and 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 Oscar's more likely to main event a pay per view than Elias is. Correct. So I would go Oscar, and I'm going to go Ronda Rousey. That's ten. I got to ten. Yeah, by breaking the rules. Sure. I didn't break the rules. You did. How did I break the rules? So we don't ten know. men. Oh, ten. This is your universal title picture. That's what you were talking about. Okay, I, I unless Ronda Rousey's going to go no, Ronda Rousey but, versus Lesnar happening. The, the point is still Elias is not anywhere close to being the most over person on the roster, and should no be one in, said that. So he can't be in a match with six people. No, he could be in the elimination chamber match, but I think that shows you the state of the men's main event picture. I, that I, it's I, you and I are just going to agree to disagree on this one. Okay, uh, so Strowman destroys Kane, dumps the announce table on him. Uh, I don't know how Kane didn't break multiple ribs when that thing got dumped over on top of him. Uh, it looked painful. Yes. Um, so he gets taken away, and Strowman cuts a promo, and then Angle gets in his face, and, and they do that back and forth. And we get the, the Elias-Matt Hardy match. Matt Hardy, be, uh, Matt Hardy loses after a Bray Wyatt distraction. Elias is in the chamber. Then we get the rematch, uh, The Miz against Roman Reigns. And I was so interested to see how they were going to do the finish of this match. By the way, this I, I just got to make this point. They, I, I, I know I've been patient. I know I talked about this. This Hardy-Bray Wyatt thing right now sucks. It's, this it's sucks. It's not great. So I want to see if two or three weeks they're building more. They're just trying to kill time. I'll look back and say it was worth it. But right now, this sucks. Uh, yes. Sorry. It is not good. I, I am not. I, I, I actually just don't care. Like, it happens, and I'm like, okay, great. So you, I was so interested to see what they were going to do here because I thought to myself, there has to be a clean finish here. Or, yeah, I didn't think there had to be clean. I thought it would be clean-ish. It's got to be pretty close to clean so Roman doesn't have a logical claim to getting another match. That's not what they did here. They went basically as dirty as you can get. Miz draws interference into a roll-up and Miz retained. So Miz is still your Intercontinental Champion, which was expected. The finish was a little bit interesting. And I guess that frees up Roman to now qualify for the Chamber and win the Chamber. Yeah. That's clearly where we're going. Yeah, I guess we'll put him in the match next week. Might even be against the Miz next week. Just not for the title. Oh my god! The fifty-fifty the booking. That I could that see that. I could see that. I know, that. and that's awful. That look, like you lost. We can't give you another rematch. But here, you versus Miz. One of you goes to the chamber. Way to devalue I, your champion. I, I could see it. I know, but way to devalue your champion. Get Roman his win back. Make, yeah. make hashtag make Roman look strong. So now your chamber at that point, as we know, Roman is in. Is Roman, Strowman, Cena, and Elias, and then I think Seth Rollins will be in there. Mm -hmm. And if Jason Jordan is healthy, I think Jason. Yep. Jordan will be in there. Um. The Revival beat Slater and Rhino. Asuka defeats Sasha. Well, Revival get that little promo again at the end of their match. Um, it's, I, I'm interested to see where they're going with this. They're, they're, they're intentionally letting them pull back parts of the curtain. Uh, and so I, I'm not quite sure where this is specifically headed. Um, you get Asuka against Sasha. Sasha does an interview from Gorilla, kind of talks about how she's going to end. They're doing more and more of that I now. like it. That's, I think that's the second or third time I would done pay $5 more on the network to have a Gorilla network, a Gorilla yeah, that's, position that's camp, never happened. by the way, just in case you want. Well, that's not ever happening while Vince is alive. I just, I just want to let you know. I would pay $5 more just for that feature. Just for that feature. I would so pay. that ESPN mega cast during college football. Yeah, like I would pay football. extra money yeah. for that. I would pay extra money for that. Put that on Fox Sports 2. By the way, I was thinking about this the other day. After Ronda debuted, I was thinking about this yesterday. I thought about it again today because you brought up Fox Sports and then that got me thinking on the TV deal. If you're Fox Sports, if you're Fox proper, right, mm -hmm. you got to be drooling over the idea of them getting Ronda. It certainly TV helps. Deal. I mean, that's the point that Dave Meltzer has been making a lot of. This is a not even so much an attendance play. It is a not a gate play. It's a TV this play. This is a TV play. 
And that's what matters. But that's where they make all of their money. So, yes, they need that to survive. So Ronda is absolutely a TV play. To me, and I know one person shouldn't you know, move the Richter scale all that much, I, I got to think Fox is like, oh, man, this is we, we need to go maybe a little bit harder into this. Here's the thing. I could come to you right now. Okay. And, and here's what I mean about the, just, just specifically the TV deal. I don't, just know why you're, I don't know why you're coming to me. You're right here. I come to you right now. But you're right here. And you don't you're, have to you're go anywhere. You are a wrestling fan. I am a wrestling fan. Okay. I can but confirm my if, if, if I told I you right now, podcast. you yes. could have one of these two people on, on your show. Okay. For WWE. Okay. Ronda Rousey. Yes. Kenny Omega. Ronda Rousey. I'm just saying just as a wrestling fan. Ronda Rousey. Really? As a wrestling fan, I want Kenny Omega nowhere near oh, okay. WWE. All right. All right. You're going to ruin the gimmick but with your terrible opinions. But okay, never mind. You're ruining the gimmick. As a wrestling fan, I don't want Kenny Omega You're the anywhere only, near. You are one of one people to, to say that. No. Nobody I, on earth is saying, would you rather watch Ronda Rousey wrestle tonight than Kenny Omega? That is a mark Okay, no. I, absolutely, if I'm watching a, 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 just a right, regular never, wrestling let's show. Let's move on. You've, no, no, you've no. killed this point. No, go ahead. Nope, you've killed it. Fine. Use Kenny Omega as the example. Nope, not doing it anymore. Next. Okay. You killed the gimmick. Sorry that I don't want to watch to see Kenny Omega in WWE. That That's has nothing to do with what I was saying, but you killed the gimmick. This is why I got to prep you beforehand to, so you don't kill it. Don't ask, don't ask questions you want real answers to. So, Sasha and Asuka have a very good match. Uh, Sasha almost kills herself, uh, but Asuka gets the victory with the Asuka lock. I don't think Asuka's going to be in the chamber, right? I would assume that they will not have her in no, the chamber. No, that'd be really weird. So then, I'm trying to think of who's going to be in the chamber for the women. Uh, Bailey, so Bailey Bliss, Sasha Bliss, Naya, Naya. Um, That's four. Bailey, mm. Sasha Bliss, Naya. Who else could be? In Somebody that? from Absolution is my thought. Mandy. So Mandy, although it probably should be Sonya, but. And then. Mickey James. Could be Mickey James. Yeah. I mean. The, the, Somebody else. Both of these the rumble. rumbles, yeah. kind of, both of these chambers, like they taper off with who they have. Yeah, on. I mean, it tends to happen that way when you shows are split and you're trying to put six people. At least they get to put the champion. In this I don't one. know, man. The SmackDown chamber from last year had a lot of people in it: Cena, Styles, Bray, Orton, Corbin, Ziggler. Well, Corbin and Ziggler are stepped down from the other four. Same way that all the not other at the last time year. they weren't. Yeah, they were. No, 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 not at the yeah, time. Yeah, they were. No, Ziggler was main eventing pay-per-views for the Intercontinental title. He was in a triple threat match for the... T I mean, he was uh, involved in the title Ziggler, they, they, We talked about this when, when we... And, and as you know, I'm the, not even close to the biggest Ziggler Ziggler fan. was just thrown in that spot. Okay, you, I you, think... Can, you can't argue me Ziggler was more over then, at that point in the chain match, than Elias was, is right now. No. It was, so, they are in the same spot. I think Ziggler... I think Ziggler Corbin being the final two of... The it made sense. I'm not saying it didn't make sense. I'm just saying that you get that step down. That step down is where Elias is. No, I think I'm talking about the women's match. I think Ziggler and Corbin are are were in a better spot to be in that match and made the match better than I think like Mickey James and Mandy Rose are. Yes, for the but women. I think that's always going to be the difference between the men's and the women's roster. I mean, the women just have so much talent, but they just don't use. They it right. do, but they're very top heavy. Like, they have seven, like, if you combine both shows, there's, like, seven of eight really, yeah. really, like, top women that are going to, that could main event a show. And then there's a gap, and then there's everybody else. Then there's a gap, and then there's Lana. Man, you're just burying Lana on the show today. Okay. Uh, the Bar defeats, uh, in a tag title match, defeats Titus Worldwide. Sheamus almost kills Apollo Crews. Kills Cruz. Apollo Crews. Yeah, that, that's a bad spot. By the way, also the bad spot in the, the Oscar-Sasha Banks match where Sasha goes for the dive, the suicide dive outside of the ring and hurt. Th those middle ropes clip her right above the knee. Stop. There's not much you can do at that Stop point. Stop doing that move. Luckily, actually, as she's falling, she clips her left hip on the apron, which kind of helps her rotate enough that she ends up kind of landing on the upper back versus landing directly on her head and neck. Yeah, which would have been pretty bad. Which would have been bad. Ask, ask, ask Lita. Uh, who yep. did a similar spot just on the other side of the Big ring? Big E. Every time he spears somebody, I feel like he breaks his Stop. neck. Stop. Uh, we, we need to limit the suicide dives because here's why. It's not even a special spot anymore. I see it four times a show. There's nothing special about it. It's, so the, the level of danger to reaction slash how special it is is all out of whack now. Yes. So let's stop using it. Uh, I agree. Although the one Gargano did against Amos was really good because it was part of the story. But of how the many of those were there on that a show? One. 
Bingo. Uh, maybe more than one. No, uh, I have to go back and look, but there wasn't. More, there was maybe one other one, but that was it. But but it wasn't just. It wasn't a random suicide dive. It was at an important point yes. in the match. That's uh, the biggest Gargano point. thought he had Almas beat, and he thought if he hit that move, he was going to be able to. I want people to do the suicide dive into a commercial break. They literally do it into the commercial break. Yes. How does that work? They, they fade to black before the person gets back up. Wow. Okay. And then the main event, John Cena takes on Finn Balor in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. And By the way. John Cena buries Finn Balor. Unbelievably underwhelming match. John, as I said, John Cena buries Finn Balor. Unbelievably the, underwhelming. From everybody the, involved. Gives the two sweet on the... Uh, it wasn't one of John Cena's best matches. It wasn't one of Finn Balor's best John matches. John Cena looked like he mailed it in like halfway through that match. They both. John Cena was acting really weird on that show. There was some... I, I know there was a beach ball. Going, there was something happening in that crowd because John looked over to the left of the commentary team a lot. Like, he was looking in that section a lot. And he even went out of the ring during the early part of the match to, to say something to somebody in that section. Uh, there was some weird stuff going on in the crowd. Then we get the beach ball mania uh, at a little bit halfway through the match. Uh, it was very, very underwhelming for a match I think a lot of people really wanted to see. So we've been arguing a ton on this show. So I'm going to bring something else that we can argue about just to continue the, the theme of the show today. I... The, the Iron Man or Iron Woman, right, Sasha for the Women's Royal Rumble, Finn for the Men's Royal Rumble, is normally something that you can capitalize on that you can build off of, right? This person had an incredible showing. They didn't win, but they lasted long. They were there at the end. They just came up a little bit short, right? They could, they could always capitalize off of that. Yet the two people who were the Iron Men slash Women yeah. lost last night. Yeah, also... Uh... I understand and I appreciate their their ability to try to use the they've lasted the longest in the rumble as a reason to kind of build people up. But actually particularly Finn and Sasha. Build them. But it also doesn't mean anything. No, but it, it means even less when you have them go out the next night and lose. Yeah, but it also it doesn't mean anything. I'm not even as mad about them going out the next night and losing. I'm just like it doesn't mean anything. It's like saying, Well, you lasted twenty minutes in your Intercontinental title match with Roman Reigns, but you lost. Right. Who cares? But they are. But but and here's where I'm coming at with this. They're saying it because they want us to to think of these people as incredible athletes, and it's supposed to help push them. That's why they're saying it. And again, it doesn't no, no, matter. No, 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 no. I know why, why they're, they're doing it. But they're not. They're, but but they're saying one thing and doing another. They're not capitalizing on. No, it. because they want to say it next week to make up for the fact they lost. Uh, look, I uh, I thought. I hate to agree with you on things because it's well, just Well, we haven't at all ego. on the show today. This has been... But I would have saved Cena Balor and Asuka Banks for a pay-per-view. I, 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 again, perfect example of this. And they're going to ruin this between now and WrestleMania because I know them. Nakamura and Styles, how many WWE matches have they had against each other? One-on-one -on -one matches. Zero. Oh, my goodness. Could if they, if they actually keep it at zero going into Mania, it would be the best thing they've done in years. But oh, my gosh. Gonna, but I don't oh, think they're going to. No, th those two are absolutely in a one-on-one -on -one match in like three at some weeks on SmackDown. Um, they, do you know how long they have until their next pay-per-view? They have like a year. Fastlane's not until March. Well, actually, I can honestly, I could see they're doing a lot of tags where Styles and Nakamura are on the same team. I think I, I see a lot of Nakamura good. Styles versus Cam. Good. I see a lot of that. That's fine, though. Tease it. And no, that's all, good. All four of those guys are great. That's good. Yes, very good. And you know what? Towards WrestleMania, their riff can be there, and then you can have them tag against each other. Oh, my yes. gosh. What a, what a theory. Yeah, oh, old school wrestling. Yeah, I, I just I was overall, for just getting back to the show for a little bit, because we'll talk about SmackDown in a second, very underwhelming. Uh, it wasn't a bad show, as I mentioned off the top. It I didn't hate it. Show. I didn't, it yeah, wasn't the show. Do the spot. You don't have to repeat the spot, Machamania, but... Uh, it was fine. Well, and, and to your point, because... Underwhelming for what my expectations were. Specifically after how great of the weekend it was for the Rumble. But talking about just throwing matches on the card, at least the scene of Finn match had a purpose behind it. Oh, yeah. Because Elimination Chamber qualifying match, you can go on to face Lesnar. It had big matchup it, 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 it was It was the main event of the show. Yes. It had a reason to be there. It, was just, it just underperformed in the ring, which is not what I would have expected. Asuka Sasha... Had Which no was reason. excellent, by but the way. It had no reason to be there, though. It doesn't do anything. No, but it was, boy, it was a good match. Does Oscar really need a victory? She just won the Royal Rumble. No, although I, I do wonder if they're turning Sasha soon. Okay, but do, do you need Sasha to face Oscar to do that? She eliminated Bailey. Highlight that again. I don't know what they're doing with Bailey right now. I didn't think they could ruin Bailey, but they did, which which literally opens the door for them to be able to ruin anybody that they call from NXT. Anybody. I'm looking at you, Johnny Gargano. 
I don't want him anywhere. You, near. You're going to hate what they. I don't know. I want him nowhere near the main roster. You're going to hate This is it. why I made the point earlier when you asked me about Kenny Omega and Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah, and I know was, Soldier. Okay, so let's go back to this quickly. I right. know Soldier because so, I don't want Kenny in the WWE. I, yeah, I know you don't. I just I'm saying okay. J- just pretend you're not you for a second, which is hard. Thank goodness. And just you're John Q wrestling fan. That's very marky. Let's say you're Jesse Bork. Don't well, I mean, pretend you know, you're Jesse okay. Bork right now. Okay. He nice actually to, agrees with me on this that Kenny doesn't. Should okay, go then just pretend you're somebody who who doesn't think that. Okay, if you just said a wrestling fan, clearly I would want to see Kenny Omega correct. wrestle before I see Ronda Rousey wrestle. Correct, I 100 percent agree with you. For TV networks, it's more important that Ronda Rousey is on their show than Kenny Omega. Even though if Kenny Omega is the biggest star in wrestling, yes, Ronda Rousey's a name that the people in suits at Fox proper know. Oh, I know what Ronda Rousey is. Yes. They're not going to have no idea see, who Kenny Omega is. If we just would have had this conversation, to we could have. But I was too annoyed with you. We could have agreed. I was too annoyed, so I wanted to cool off. All I was trying to do was make the point. Wanted, wanted to get in a headlock, do a rest hold, and then come back. To I, all I was trying to make the point was I don't want Kenny Omega in the WWE. I know. I know. I didn't want you to make the point. It's not your time. Okay. Sorry. That was my so, time. That was my promo time, and you. <laughs> It's my mic time. I interrupted. Um, so, yes, to your point, I think Fox will look at Ronda Rousey and say, oh, we got to throw money at this. Or at least they go, it's another point, they walk in there and they'll know the name. You know what I mean? Like Vince is not going to have to show them a package of, well, here's who Finn Balor is. What kind of package? Is it like, like Austin a, Aries package or is it like Adam Page's package? I don't want to discuss that. Which, uh, which it's, it's not Adam, uh, it's not Hangman Page's. No, but he had the. Remember in the last being the elite box. It was the elite box. It's an elite it was package. A, it was an elite package, and then Austin Aries. By the way, we need to spend at least five minutes talking about oh, the ending oh, we'll of being get, the elite we'll today we'll uh, on that no shit. We'll get because that was awesome. We'll All right, so there. SmackDown. SmackDown's happening. I wrote five questions. You did. You had a lot of questions. The, the easiest, exactly five the, because I you're legally obligated to write. five. I can't write four. I can't write six. I have to write five. Those are the easiest five questions I've ever come up with. For SmackDown, it's easy. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon have to correct the injustice that was done at the Royal Rumble. Okay, so yes, they do. I am definitely afraid they're just get, this is going to start to drag now. Well, you do have a year until Fastlane, so <laughs> like think about it. you have the whole month of February, and I think you have like three shows in March plus tonight's show. What's the payoff here? Is Shane fighting oh, somebody? Oh in my Mania? goodness, that's the question I've been asking for. Oh, I don't know. Since no, 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 October. no, I know, but like the, Bryan's not wrestling. Okay, we we're, we're done. It's not happening. But I've been so, asking that question since October. I know, but now what is the point? Because I, don't know. I didn't expect that we would still be Owens and Zayn would still be together. I are, don't. Or is know. it Owens Zayn at Mania? Is that what we're doing? Are we doing a breakup of of the WWE's version of? Stop it! They have to stop calling them best friends. Because there's only one. Because there's one best friend. Yes. But it's Trent and Chuck. Yes. Taylor. By the way, that would be. Who great apparently match. was at Cammy versus best friend would be an awesome. Uh, that would be match. great, but you're never gonna get that. Uh, I'd be okay. all in on that. That's fine. Sammy against Kevin. That's great. You'd be all in on that. You said. Um, but what does Shane do? Shane's having a match at Mania. I don't know. To, Special guest referee. I don't know what they're going to do now. Oh no, I would. I don't want to watch. I, I saw Kevin and Shane, and they were fine. They were, that hell in was fine. It was fine. I've been there, done that, seen that. Good. I don't need to see that again. I don't know if there's money in Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon. I, I don't. I don't see that. If so, there, if there was, that time has passed. Is it? I mean, is Shane and a partner versus Cammy? Is that what we're going toward? Who's his partner? Vince. Damn it. The McMahons. That's a pretty good Vince. Um, I, uh, By the way, I think you peaked the audio when you did that. <laughs> I have to go back in and edit that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like no, you, you've I, done one of the matches. I've been saying this forever. I don't think the Sami Zayn match. I don't. That doesn't do anything for me. The 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 hottest that this feud was for to do Sami Shane was the moment Sami helped Kevin Owens. It had never been hotter. The tension between Shane and Sami has never been as big as it was after Hell in a Cell. Unless they do something where it's like, if you beat me, I. <sighs> well, I leave SmackDown. Yeah. Something but like now that. I gotta, like, now, I new, now I need a yeah. new commission. By the way, I think they're going to need a new one. I think they're, we're going to get two new uh, general managers in the next six months. New we're general both, we're going to have new general managers in both oh, shows. Daniel Bryan's going to get Well, his contract's up in nine, in seven, I, eight months. I know he's all in. Seven and a half months. I know he's all in. So they're going to have to get him off. They're not going to keep him on TV. They're going to have to get him off TV about like a month I, before the contract ends. Like I said, he's all in, so it's all right. Um. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm struggling to see what the, what the payoff is. I have another question for you. We didn't talk about this yesterday at all in the midst of our review of the Royal Rumble. 
Um, remember that fast lane graphic? Yes. With the Fatal Five way? Yeah. I don't think that's happening now. Nakamura was in that match, I believe, right? Yes, he was. Which is why we talked about him. Maybe he's not going to win the Rumble. Yeah, no. I, again, venues get this wrong all the no, time. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that I mean, the, the possibilities are endless now. Well, no, no, there's an end to the possibilities. No, they can do whatever they want. They could put, they could trade Elias and put Elias in the main event. You're still being on Elias being in the main event. We'll just trade him to SmackDown. For for uh, Sami Zayn. See, that's the they, see see, Shane should trade Sami. That is a story. Well, I thought they were going to. I thought that well, that was the whole Eva Marie promo from way back when. If you I know, remember. but that was with McFoley. Yeah, but like I thought at that point that they would they were going to run the full trade angle, and they kind of didn't. But here's your chance to do it. Who would they trade him for? I'm trying to think of like what storyline would because you, you're trading him for somebody that's going to fight Owens at Mania, right? If you if you were to do that, because Owens is going to feel as though that person took Sammy's spot and he's going to take it out on that person. Yeah, yeah. like I feel like you're doing that. I know trade. The, I know the right answer. It's Chris Jericho, but I don't. But he's not going to be at Mania. Although no, that's not the right answer. Although that's a good. Also, answer. I don't know. No, Chris Jericho's what brand he's on technically. Wasn't Smackdown. he on SmackDown technically when Smackdown. he left? Although they can make it up. Like John Cena's a free agent, even though he was very much drafted to SmackDown. And if you don't know what you're doing with this gentleman. Finn Balor. That's interesting. Finn against Owens. That's interesting. You can talk about their NXT rivalry. You could talk about Shane bringing somebody. Wait, we in. Do you like? Are you have? Do you have some interest in a post-media Shinsuke Finn match for, for some reason? I, no, you just you know. At all? Kind of, just, just, does no, that, does just, that, that, that or, tickle or, your interest a little bit? Or, or, or AJ and Finn. Finn, who's the, the real threat? club leader? Yeah, no, I, you know, just you know, just kind of throwing things out there. Mm. Well, the real club leader, as we know, is Cody Rhodes. We'll get a talk about that. Why can you just can we get through SmackDown first? You're 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 going to the big spots too early, Jamie. We got a whole show. Uh, we still got a whole show. This is uh, I'm, this is a juniors match at this point. Yeah. It's one of the high spots early. So, um, so that's a big thing. Um, they, uh, you're right. This is gonna drag. Right, because I, I I don't see. Okay, now you have Nakamura involved. I guess you're gonna do Styles and Nakamura. I guarantee you, we're gonna get a tag team match with those Probably two on the tonight. same team. Probably the main event. Probably tonight. So I mean, I, I could see that happening, but at some point, <clears throat> the storyline has been fine. It's just it's gone on a long time now. There's where's the payoff? Is the payoff at Fastlane? Does Shane wrestle at Fastlane? Uh, maybe that's the, maybe they don't go take this all the way to Mania. Yeah, but Shane's gonna be in a Mania match. Can I mean? Do the, do they say you know what the money's still in Zayn versus Owens? Do we have Owens turn on Zayn? I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I still think people would want to see give Owens and Zayn twenty five minutes at a pay per view at Mania. Give them twenty five minutes and, and watch them tear their house down. I, I could believe that that's a, a thing they could do, but it has to be it has okay. to be with Owens as the. Can heel. you go with me here? Yes, we're going to go on a little adventure here. Chris Schubert's wrestling adventure. What if, because the rumors are Miz Strowman for the IC title, right? Yes, which will be honestly really good. It would be very good. Strowman having a good run with that belt would be, awesome. be great. But also, it takes away the obligatory, everybody get involved in the IC ladder match. Yeah. Which means we need a title for a ladder match. The United States Championship. Yep. What if Sammy, what if Kevin turns on Sammy before Mania and they main event Fastlane one-on-one? Because you're never going to get 25 minutes of them at Mania. It's just not going to work. Oh, I think they could. No, there's too many other stuff going wrong. Nah, they could. They gave Styles Shane McMahon that much time. They could give Owen Zane oh. that to open the show. Absolutely. Nakamura Styles is going to get 40 minutes. Yeah, but uh, it's Mania. They're going to go way over. Rumble was 16 hours, it felt like. Zane Owens could open the okay. show. They could do that same spot as see, they did last year. See, I asked you if you wanted to go on a wrestling adventure. You I said did. Yes, the adventure sucked. And now, but you're not, the adventure's not, not even, Ikea. The adventure's not even over. So you let, together. You let Owens and Zayn main event Fastlane. You have their feud. Then you have one of them win the U.S. title, and then you have a big ladder match at Mania that they're involved in. That, could be, that could be fine. Well. Your, I don't like as much as my idea. Because of I'm, course, it's I'm your brilliant. idea. I, well, I'm brilliant, handsome, funny, uh, and awesome. Some of those, I think the office would disagree with most of those. They, uh, whatever. If we, if we crowdsourced it, I think they would disagree with those. Speaking of crowdsourcing... Let's talk a little bit about your Reddit post yesterday. Only, I say this only because I looked at on, on the WWE on the WWE.com. I sound like the old person yeah. talking about the Twitter. Because we are, you and I, we've been arguing a lot lately. We had a debate yesterday. Yes, but I and I'll bring this up in one second. But right now there's a graphic on there that says who will be next in line for United States championship opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Jinder Mahal is okay. on that. 
Zack Ryder, okay. Woo 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 is on that, which by the way, I've never gotten the Zack Ryder. Love someone's gonna have to explain that to me at some point down the road. Uh, Rusev, by the way, happy Rusev Day, Chris. Uh, Rusev and Kofi Kingston. That's right. Give him the recognition Kofi he deserves. Kofi Kingston is right. in that conversation. That's right. Which reminded me of a conversation right. you and I had after we recorded our sh- Was it on the show or was it after no, the show? No, this was after the show. Uh, after the show, it all runs together. We talk a lot about, we talk wrestling yeah. a lot. About Kofi Kingston and, yes. and what did you and I said, Co- New Day because it's not about a conversation about the New Day and I said it's amazing to think about because sometimes we don't look at whether it's sports or WWE, we have a hard time looking at current players mm-hmm. or current athletes as Hall of Famers. Now, like Hall of Fame feels like oh that's a player I watched twenty years now, ago. Hold on. Or, I do want to make it very clear the WWE Hall of Fame is a sham. C- whatever. Okay, I just want to put that caveat out there. So like it's hard to like look at players and say that. And I said you know what the New Day are headlining a Hall of Fame someday. Okay, and I agreed with you. And then... I took, and I said, it, I the, took it to another place. And then you said... Kofi Kingston is a Hall of Famer. And I said, he is not even remotely close to a Hall of Famer on his own. He will definitely be in for the New Day, but this was specifically on his own. And Is he I, a two-time Hall of Famer like Ric Flair? And I said, no. And I said, yes. And you took to Reddit. I took to Reddit. But like, Reddit are their Kofi marks, so I don't, even, I don't even care what their opinion is, but I do want to hear what they have uh, to say. He, uh, so a couple of the answers. Uh, he has the third most Rumble appearances of all time. Whoa, whoop dee dee He's the third most he's, Rumble appearances. He's, he's won a bunch of titles. Um, he, uh, so he's won a lot of titles. Multi-time U.S. IC. How many times has he won the world title, Chris? Uh, that would be zero, but okay. don't you worry. By the time he retires, it will be at least one. Uh, he's been a three-time U.S. champion, a four-time IC champion, a so seven- No, in the era where there are two world champions, Kofi Kingston has not won a world title. Three-time U.S. champion, four-time IC champion. David Arquette has more world championships Seven-time tag Kingston. team champion, including a record-breaking tag team title reign. Uh, he is absolutely a Hall of Famer by himself. Somebody says he's got the longevity, the title history, the moments to make up a great video package. By the way, you discount this. This matters. The incredible rumble spots are something oh, no. that are going to help The video them. package for Kofi Kingston, that he, the highlights that you can put on are he would have an, a Hall of Fame video package, but he is not Hall of Famer. Is, like, is it like Austin Aries' package, or is it like... I'm not, we're not doing this again. Adam Page's package? You, you no-sold the spot the last time I tried to go we're back to We're not doing this again. Okay. It's not a Hall uh, so of Fame. Kofi package. Kingston is clearly a Hall of Famer on his own. Now, you said to me, is he really going to be the next two time Hall of Famer? And I said, no. There are going to be plenty of other people between now and the time Kofi would get in that will be two time Hall of Famers. Because Ric Flair is in by himself, and he's also in with. Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen. Because he's not in there with. There are the, more teams that need to get by in. By the way, Ric Flair will be a three time Hall of Famer. Yes. Because when Evolution when goes fortune, in. Oh. When Evolution goes in. He will go in with them. Fortune? No. You didn't watch TNA that time. No, I will not discuss Fortune with Bobby Roode and uh, James Storm, AJ Styles. So he'll be a three-time Hall of Famer when that occurs because he will then go in his evolution, four horsemen, and then... There's still the other teams and stuff in there. Hardys need to be in at some point. The The Dudleys are in now. Now, the Hardys, I think, are are people that only go in as a tag team. They are not good enough on their own. Even Jeff. Jeff, who has a world title reign, not good. By the way, Jeff's had, Jeff's had a better career than Kofi Kingston, that and that's it's not it's not just, all that close. Just you wait till it's all over. It's just, it's, just it's not that close. Kofi Kingston will end up being a Hall um, of Famer. I'm trying to think of who else could. I'm trying to think of other other teams and stuff that they still need to get in. So Dudley's are going in this Dudley's year. Dudley's are in, but I don't think either one gets in separately. No, uh, Hardys are in. Neither one gets in separately. Edge and Christian technically aren't in yet, are they? As Edge a is team? in. Edge is in is singular. Christian's so not in as anything. Uh, Christian's in. Is he in? What? If Christian's not a Hall of Famer, he will a, be. But I don't think he's in. Shame. I don't think he's in. Oh, that's a shame if he's not. Correct a Hall me if I'm wrong. I he's will, not in yet. I'll, oh, trust me, I will. Let's look here. Because I think they always Edge always like, pokes a jab at him every once in a while about him not being. He'll get in when they induct the tag team. Hard time appearances in retirement. Ba-ba-ba. He's not been. That does not say. Uh, should, yeah. should personal achievements. It probably should be in here if he's in here. Da, da, da. Match of the year. He had two matches of the year, by the way. In case you're wondering. Bunch of champions. Eleven time. Eleventh Grand Slam champion. He's a Triple Crown champion. Uh, tag team of the year one time. No, he is not a WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, he should be. go in by himself and as Edge and Christian. Yes. So Edge will be. Uh, Edge is probably the next two-time Hall of Famer. Right. Again, by the time we get to Kofi, we'll be Triple H. Triple uh, H is going to be like a seven-time right. Hall of Famer. So it's going to happen. Uh, Randy Orton is going to be a. See, the problem is you can't put Evolution in until Orton and Batista are done. 
I mean, you can. Name me one group that they've done an active. One group? They haven't done an active group yet. Have they done an active? But they've done, how many groups have they done? Two? Well, no, they did the Freebirds last year. Well, yeah, but those guys are 100. Right, but not active. Point they, remains. They, they can put whatever they, they want. Who's an active wrestler that they've done it with? I mean, technically, Flair was still wrestled after his Hall of Fame. I believe. I'm trying to think who else. Did anybody else do it? Goldberg is this year. Goldberg's this year. And no, he's not wrestling anymore. Sting. Did Sting technically Sting wrestle have. the next night on Wrestle two nights later yeah, on WrestleMania? That kind of counts. I'll count. And, I'll yeah, allow Sting. it. That one counts. Um, but that's it. I, and then I Angle's of. going to. Angle already did. He was with the yeah, Shield. Angle, yeah, Angle, so Angle did, counts. Did slash going to. But it's a small group. Yes. So they're, they're still playing catch up. Again, by the time Kofi retires, it's not happening. There will be more than one two-time Hall of Famer. Amon, it's not happening. What you see the Jamaican? You had the Jamaican Kofi Kingston. You know that run, and then he had the thing with with Orton where he dumped the paint on the car. He had all that stuff. That's great. That's great material for a Hall of Fame video package. Just saying. Yeah, Kofi Kingston's Hall of Famer by himself. All right, let's talk about it. The greatest being the elite episode ever the, in the history the, 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 of the being elite. the elite. Episode 90, the, entitled the, the Bullet Club the, is Fine. You and I were sitting here. I was watching the WWE 24, which, by the way, you absolutely I think I on this it. show was like, oh, it's not that good. I, I think was I undersold laughing it. over here. Yeah, I think I might have undersold it when I watched it back over your shoulder. There's I was some, like, ah, this was better than I thought it was. There's some great moments. Uh, one in particular, John Cena getting lost on the way to his trailer and jokingly be like, oh, I just came over here to inspect these show ladders to make sure these show ladders are all uh, ready to go. And I'm going to make it look like I am not lost and I am now going where I need to go. Do not touch the show ladders is the sign. Um, so I enjoyed it. Uh, I finished it up this morning. But then we noticed that there was a new Being the Elite episode. And you and I were like, all right, we'll just you know, kind of put, put, put a pause on the work button for a second. And we watched this episode of Being the Elite. And it was all about the actions that Cody Rhodes took at New Beginning where he crossroads uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi came out and gave him a hug and the Golden Lovers are back, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega and they, they do a bunch of stuff and you see a lot of them traveling to Sapporo and the, the travel and they, they play up the riff with Kenny, Kenny's going up the escalator while they're going down the escalator uh, Kenny's uh, coming up on the elevator while they're trying to go down on the elevator Kenny's going one way on the uh, the moving walkway, they're moving the other way, it's just, it, it, was, just, it was very good um, they open with a shot of two hours after New Beginning. Yes. And it's all of them eating. And in silence. Nobody's wearing a Bullet Club shirt. Uh, Marty's wearing a Villain Club shirt. Uh, I think it's Nick is wearing an I Love Heel Turn yeah, shirt. Yeah, it's Nick Jackson wearing Matt's wearing a Cody 2020 shirt, but nobody's wearing Bullet Club yeah. stuff. That's how the hey show man, opens. Just in a just plain black tee, it looked like. Yeah, it's plain white tees, but that's all right. The plain white tees is the band that you were trying to reference there. Sorry. Jamie is staring through my soul at the plain white tees got, reference. Chris has got his beady little eyes there locked on go. the eyes there it is. of somebody who's very mad at it. There you go. <laughs> so so that, they open with that, and they, they stay on that shot for a minute, and then it goes through all that stuff of them traveling to Sapporo and almost not making it. I mean, they had there was snow. Yeah, it was, then, yeah. So wow, then, could you imagine? I know. So then, specifically with the angle that they ran. Um, so then they show the angle of what Cody did, and then they show the aftermath. And it's a, and it's in the back, and it's Cody, and he's like, "Are you okay?" He's talking to, to I, for, was it Matt or Nick? I oh, uh, he was talking to Matt Jackson. Talking to Matt, you know, Matt. He's Matt's the one that got shoved down. Oh yeah. So Matt, are you all right? And you know, he's like, "It's not my place. It's not my place." He's, you know, you've known that guy for ten years, and then Cody just kind of goes off, and he's like, "Guys, am I right? Am I right?" Kind of trying to be like this heel that's trying yeah. to get the, the, you know, trying to be like, I, "But I'm right." And they have this back and forth, and and as Cody is leaving, as Jamie is calling the timeout on Come the play, I want to pause. Okay. This. Do you have a sponsor that you want no. to plug? Oh, uh, Branded, was, actually. Branded is a sponsor Branded, of this. Branded was one of, that was the shirt. That, that was the shirt that Cody was, Cody wearing. was wearing. Cody was wearing a Branded shirt. Um, I want to talk for a second about how awesome of a promo Cody, Cody is. Rhodes oh, he's is. incredible. And particularly in the, when you see these like acting things backstage, it's very easy to overact those. It's very easy to oversell. And he always comes across as this feels like legit. It always comes across as realistic when he is in these kind of things. That, very brief, but that promo backstage was excellent. That was all. I just wanted to comment on how excellent that, that particular piece was. We're, we're bearing the lead. Did you, I mean, we have to talk about who Cody got to be all in. It's true. For, he's got an agent. Chico. Chico is going to be at all in. He's going to be an agent. 
Uh, Daniel Bryan just tweeted uh, uh, about 40 minutes ago, and there's a video attached to it, so I'm not going to play the video because I have not seen this tweet. I'm just going to read this tweet out loud, Jamie, and you tell me what this means. Daniel Bryan just tweeted, Officially introducing the hashtag SmackDown Top 10, a vote by the superstars for the betterment of hashtag SmackDown Live and the enjoyment of the at WWE universe. Hashtag yes, yes, yes. My initial reaction based on that tweet is, is this kind of like a UFC like division ranking? Kind of like that. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some of this. So you gonna so, you, so I didn't play the video because in different ways to make the show more interesting. Okay. Our fans we probably cannot use this. You're getting a copyright. Which is why I'm proud to announce for the first time ever this is the so official loud. SmackDown Top Ten list. This week, the superstars the of SmackDown Live will vote on who they think is the most deserving of future opportunities. Criteria includes most talented, locker room leadership and who has the most athletic skill on the roster. Now there's a couple of ground rules for this process. The most important rule is simple. Neither Shane McMahon or myself will have a vote. This isn't about us. This is about the SmackDown locker room having their voices heard. The other rule is probably obvious, but just so we're clear, superstars can't vote for themselves. This is going to be hey, so marks. Cool. I've always wanted to see a top 10 list from our talent. It's gonna be a huge asset for Shane and I when we're determining matches and constructing the show. I cannot wait to get started. Yes! 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 Daniel going into business for himself there at the end. Whatever. Uh, by the way... Uh, by the way, I'm incredibly intrigued by that. I also want to see how gimmick that list is. Oh, yeah, creative's coming up with that list every week. I mean, that's... It's, it's. But if they treat it like a UFC type thing where the number four person is playing the number six person, it may not... My, Jamie, matches may actually matter on the show? That'd be nice. Uh, uh, by the way, somebody on the Reddit thread... Uh, said if it's anything like the college football playoff, Bama will somehow sneak their way. Bama, into yeah. Uh, one person replied under name Shane Styles. Uh, one through ten is all Rusev. I tell me where tell me where he's from. Uh, one person says Ziggler is the best. Ziggler number one with the clap emojis. By the way, you sung that. They, it actually was not written like that. No, no. But there's there are song notes at the start and the beginning. Oh, and, okay, so it is. And two claps at the end. I read it exactly okay. the way it was supposed right. to be. Okay. Um, so back to being the elite. Sorry to sidebars there, but that was very in that was very just a random gif of Sami Zayn just pulling up his shirt to reveal his stomach a bunch. This is a very interesting thread under this. Uh. So we'll wrap up the show talking about that because I think it's interesting. So back to being the elite for a second. So then they cut to this the, the, the backstage stuff, and then and then they're done. Then they cut to Kenny, and they play the they play the music that for for anyone who's a being the elite fan, the music they always play at the end of an episode where something big is happening. Yes. And if you remember, the last time I remember them playing this music was when Flip was walking away on that episode where him and uh, I think it was Nick kind of got together and they were talking and then he kind of walked away. So they're playing this music and and Kenny is walking down the hall. Of a hotel. Go lonely road, the only. You're such a green day, Mark. I have so he's known. walking down this this hallway, and he stops at the room, and he knocks on the on the door. And don't spoil. We're gonna get to the room in a second, okay? You right? So I could see it. I could see the wheels turning. So he gets there, and he knocks on the door, and he's standing there, and it's zooming on him, and the door opens, and and you see the door open from the person who's opening the door's perspective, and there's Kenny. And the camera kind of zooms out a little bit. Kota Ibushi steps into the frame, which was the big first plot twist because I thought it was going to be Kenny going to Ibushi's room. So then Ibushi comes into the frame, and you and I were watching this together, so we were acting to this live. Yeah. Then the camera cuts to the other perspective, and it's the Bucks answering the door. And they just kind of look at each other, and then they kind of just nod, and Kenny and Kota walk in, and then the door closes. And the room number was room 710. If you are a bowling aficionado, you know that a 710 is a split. The 710 split. Were they teasing a split of the Bullet Club? To me, it would be almost impossible for them to go to like the hotel and be like, can we get room 710? Like, I feel like it's just a coincidence. Or they went to whoever's room that is and said, hey, we're filming a thing, can we use your room? For just two, yeah, just for a couple yeah. minutes. True, that's certainly possible. Uh, so that was a big plot twist, and it seems as though Kenny and Ibushi are now going to be siding with the Bucks. I was dreaming of Ibushi and Omega versus the Bucks. Now I want them all teaming together. Teaming together against Cody, Hangman, Marty. And I put Flip and in there. And you put Flip Gordon there. Uh, yeah, they might have to book Flip Gordon on that all-in show now, Cody. Can you imagine that being the main event of the all-in show? That'd be so good. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, paying off being the elite 
with a main event of a show that they're running themselves, that there is some poetic justice. Now, the problem with that is they clearly, if they're going to break up the Bullet Club, they have to get Gato's permission to do that. Well, if they're breaking the Bullet Club, that is a New Japan decision. Right. They're going to play this. And you know what? If they, they've known this for a while. This was the angle they were going. They've known this for a couple months, and that's why they've been setting up on the show for a couple months. So in their mind, I could see, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna NWO this Bullet Club. We're gonna break them off into different. They're already kind of in different factions, but rivaling factions like Wolfpack and Hollywood. And I think, by the way, Wolfpack and Hollywood was a disaster. It was. This will work. It will. The problem. I'm more worried for what's left of the Bullet Club than I am for Bucks and Kenny. Because you're taking their three top guys if you do this. Yeah. You, and, and, I, and, and you're sticking another top guy with the Makoto Bushi. And by the way, I, I think Marty, by the time this is all over, will be siding with Yeah, so that's elite. what I'm saying. You're taking that's a lot. And, and, and Cody can keep can work the stick. I'm not, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying I, I that's to take the Bucks and Kenny Omega. Uh, it's a little tough. That's a lot I know. of top talent. I know. That's that's a big move to make. It is. Sorry. Um it's, so I, my brain was spinning after that. That was one of the best cliffhangers I've seen in wrestling in a long time. Yes. And it was incredible. They just, they, I mean, I've watched the ending at least five or six times, trying to see if I can decipher stuff from everything. Um, all right, let's wrap up talking about SmackDown because we've eclipsed the hour mark. We're in overtime already here, Jamie. It's back-to-back hour-plus back shows. Back-to-back back overtime shows. SmackDown top ten. I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued up until the point where I, where I find out I got number seven, where it's like Baron Corbin, and then we're like, okay, this is a gimmick list. Uh, but I would like it to be a shoot. I, I just have no faith it's going Can to it be, be a shoot? Can it be a worked shoot? It could. They could basically do – they could actually do it and be like, all right, we, we're fine with this, but we need to move this guy above this guy, or we need to put this person at least at number 10 so he makes a list. Like, No, but what I mean, make it a worked shoot in the sense of put together the lit – I mean – Honestly, what would be really cool is if as new people got introduced into the top 10, you could really sports this up, right? You introduce somebody at 9 or 10, and they just beat number 2 on a, on a night, and commentary's got to play up the fact, does this guy get a title shot now? Or if you want to just do a legitimate shoot for the original list, and then you work it week to week based on what your TV says. So maybe your first list fine. We'll give you whatever your top 10, but hey, we need to push Baron Corbin. He's going to get two wins in a row, and he's going to move up to number 6. You know what I mean? Like if you, you maybe you do it that way, where the initial list is more of a shoot, but and then it makes matches for people who are ranked, and I'm I'm assuming that people are going to be quote unquote ranked. Yeah, I think we're going to see. I mean, TNA tried this actually for a little bit, but like everything else at the time when TNA tried it, it was another disaster. So can you imagine a, a ranked person going up against an unranked person and that unranked person winning? Now matches that it and just gives this feeling of these matches matter. The important part of that too is that the person's unranked. You don't know where they are. So you're, you see what I'm saying? Like it's not like, oh, this person's really like 12th. You just say they're unranked. And if they win – it allows you to move people up and down kind of arbitrarily. Right. It allows you, just, you, you don't You don't want to do right. like, well, this person's actually 30 and they need to get seven wins in a row before they – Right. No, 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 no. no. You can just get one win and they're back in the picture. One guy has a hot month. I know. Right. Exactly. You, you see what I'm saying? This is such a good booking idea because – and they're going to ruin this, obviously. They're not going to take any of our ideas here. But imagine, let's say, for example, Rusev's unranked, right? Yes. But he beats the ninth-ranked person. All of a sudden, Jimmy, you'll be watching that show and you'll go, oh, they're pushing Rusev because he just won that match. But then maybe the next week he loses to the fifth person. And now it, it completely changes the way you book your entire yeah. show, right? Honestly, if it was, can we go? Can we do a top ten uh, non kayfabe list for SmackDown? Yeah, Styles Nakamura. How, how, okay, we can do this for tomorrow's show if you want. Champions are out, I think. Specifically, Styles. Oh, let's just say at least. Let's just say, uh, do we want to do like men and women, or do we want to put them all or everybody together? Men and women. Okay, how do we want? What do we want our criteria to be? Is it in ring ability? Is it we'll in ring ability? Same criteria that Daniel. Okay. Listed. Locker room. Okay, well, we, obviously, we probably can't count on the locker room for us, but we can do everything else. Yeah. Like, fine. we can't, again, I, I don't know. I was not in the locker room. I don't know who, who's Wait, you interacting. Mean you're not in the locker room? Uh, but we can do that. We'll, we'll do that list for, for tomorrow's show. Okay. One to ten, uh, excluding Charlotte and Styles. Yep. Because I think you could put Root on that list because there's a room to move up for Yeah, because if you think about the, – it's funny. I think about the way the old WWE SmackDown versus Raw games used to be, where you had your champion at the top and you could move 
they, were, they had their own rankings. Yep. And they were moved up based on who was not the world champion. So this list, uh, this idea very much intrigues me. I guarantee you it's going to be a major part of their show tonight. Oh, I want to leave you with this, Jamie. Do we see the iconic duo or the Authors of Pain tonight? We got no debuts last night on Raw. Uh, both. Both. I, I here's the thing. That's a little bold. I think the author. I think the Usos need somebody else to feud with right now. Oh. The obvious answer is Rusev Day. I know, but I think the actually the better answer is the Authors of Pain. Uh, by the way, we're getting a two five five GM tonight. I trade that is right, and a mixed match challenge. A very good mixed match challenge. Which by the, loser of the, by the way, loser of this, which will be the the team Ginger, which is what I'm calling them. They'll they they, the they will be vote. in the semifinals. Well, Biggie and Carmella might win that fan vote too. Be careful. Well, it depends on how gimmicked it is. Uh, they put out a Twitter. Uh, I, I don't know if it was a Twitter poll or a Facebook poll of of Becky Lynch or Sami Zayn. Who do you want to see start the mixed match challenge yes. match tonight? No, 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 no. That's they're voting on that. That's legitimately what's going to happen because they cut a video. Th that, see, those are the things that this should be about. That's stuff the XFL should do, as we talked about in the show before. Uh, but the, no, 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 because they did a promo where it's uh, a video where Becky Lynch, wearing her goggles still, was driving out of the arena. And Sami Zayn runs and catches her and says, hey, 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 what, what are, are we good on the strategy? Are we going to do my idea? Who's starting? She says, the fans are voting on who's starting. It's like, and Sami Zayn was freaking out. Like, well, that ruins my plan. I don't know what to do then. So that is happening. Um... Braun Strowman teaching Alexa Bliss how to flip cars. Go out Excellent. of your way to find that video Excellent. here today if you haven't. The Mix Match Challenge is allowing all of these superstars to show off their creativity. And I am of the mindset that WWE hasn't had this much talent, not just in the ring, but creativity, creatively. Jesus. Creatively is the word I was looking for. On the microphone and being able to do these backstage skits to see what these, what these, what these guys and gals are able to do in the mixed match challenge stuff, and that not being used on the main roster is a major waste. I'm very disappointed yes. that it can't translate over. All right, guys, that is going to do it for us here today. We will be back tomorrow. A lot to recap. We're going to have the SmackDown Live show, the new 205 Live General Manager, and of course the mixed match challenge. So we'll talk to you then, guys.